Welcome to Delera Talks, the business English communication podcast for non-native professionals. My name is Paula, and I am co-hosting this show with Simon. In this podcast, we're going to be covering communication advice and tips to help express yourself with confidence in English and professional settings. So we hope you enjoy the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Talera Talks, the business English communication podcast for non-native professionals. My name is Paula, and I'm here with Simon. Hey, Simon. Hey, Paula. How are you doing today? Great. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. You know, just uh, still in my small apartment here in uh, Ulsa, Denmark. And uh, yeah, when are we recording this? It's December and it's getting dark. And uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm... I'm Got the candles on and everything like that. How about you? Christmas coming. Yeah, getting ready. A bit sunnier here in Valencia, but it's pretty nice. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, let's uh, dive into it. Our topic for today is actually what we started with today, which was small talk, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And small talk is one of those things that actually before we started today, I kind of realized I'd never kind of critically looked at, at small talk and analyzed how to small talk in English, because I think for me, it's such a natural thing. Um, but why don't you start us off with what, what small talk actually is? So small talk is that kind of conversation that doesn't last so long and you basically talk about unimportant things and mm. as I traveled I realized that that was not so obvious for everyone because I, I did get the question of okay but if it's unimportant then why why is it so important right and but right. It's, it's a bit like shaking hands or waving goodbye like we have all these ways in which we connect with each other, even if it's just through these unimportant conversations. Right, right. And, and yeah, for me, um, it's actually growing up in the southern United States. It's like small talk is one of the first things you learn as a child is to be able to chat and talk about nothing. And it's more of a way of, yeah, gaining trust with another person and, and kind of, yeah, just, uh, you know, not, not talking about something serious, but just having that small interaction is, is so important. Um, and so, yeah, the way I was raised was, yeah, we always ask, Hey, how's it going? Even though maybe we're not totally interested in how's it going, but it's, it's part of the ritual of greeting someone, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, what about you as far as how you were raised and brought up? Was that like a common thing for you? Yeah, I mean, I also have this mix of um, Spanish and, and American. And, and I also was, I spent a lot of time in Florida. As I know you mm -hmm. did as well. And there it's so easy to just engage in small talk. But also <laughs> in Spain, it's very, very, it's a Mediterranean thing to just talk and build right. that kind of relationship. But then when you travel, you do realize that it's so different in other places. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, and and where I live now in Denmark, small talk isn't nearly as big of a thing here as it as it was growing up. But um and we'll talk about how it's culturally influenced, right? But 
Um, but in English, I think in most situations, it really, it really matters. Um, and why does it matter? I mean, you know, I think it's, it's that first step in establishing a relationship. It's, it's important in life and in business. Um, of course, um, I mean, at least for me, the biggest reason for me is that it, it avoids awkward silences, which I physically, I can't handle. <laughs> so, um, I mean, that's, that's why it's really, I think important for me. Um, and of course, you know, it's a, it's a great way f- to practice English. Yeah, it is. But also in business it's super, super important because that's how, as you said before, it's how you start building trust. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not just, hello, hello. Do you want to buy this product? You know, it's, you have to, yeah, have rapport, gain, yeah, uh, gain a relationship, of course. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't come easy. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's so important. It's so important. And, and that kind of, you touched on this a bit earlier about what has small talk been like now during Corona, right? Mm-hmm. It's so hard because when, so first of all, I do think small talk is what, what makes us different from just machines. Mm-hmm. and yeah. it was a way of even though we talked about unimportant things it was that that way of breaking the ice and in many cases we were pretty fake I don't know if you agree but when we so when, when someone asks how are you doing how are you how's it going oftentimes we just say fine we don't <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah I and this is one of the uh I would say one of the criticisms of American small talk, especially is it's fake, you know, like, Hey, how are you doing? (laughs) Fine. How are you doing? Fine. Which sometimes, yeah, it is. And I've caught myself having a horrible day and someone asks, how are you doing? Oh, everything's great. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. But with COVID, we, we almost cannot fake it so much. Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, how are you doing if your country's just been put on lockdown, you know? <laughs> yeah. So now yeah. I would say people are a little bit more open to sharing what is actually going on. Mm. So I think it's fine to, yes, talking about the weather, it's still a thing. Uh, but if Corona steals the spotlight, the spotlight then it's also, it's, it's yeah. normal. I don't think it's a, there's a way to avoid it. I don't know no, if you have and, any tips. And, but, you know, you bring an interesting point up because I think it could also go both ways that, you know, we hear about COVID fatigue, right? That sometimes maybe some good small talk is also something not related to, to COVID, you know? Um, of course, but I still, I still find it. It's always something that, you know, is one of the first things that I discuss with people. It's like, how's it going? You know, if, if I'm on with a client and then they're just like, Oh well, yeah, our our country just got shut down, and you know I can't go out and everything. Well, that's I'm not going to brush that off. I want to keep discussing that because that matters to them, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what would you say are good topics for a small talk? Yeah. So, some good topics for small talk. I mean, there's the first thing I always do if I really want to engage in small talk with, with someone is I'll kind of check and see if there's something that uh, I have in common with them. Um, You know, that can be anything, you know, what they're wearing or if I've seen something, I've observed them doing something before or, or, you know, what have you, like 
oh, I really like your phone case or something like that. You know, just small little thing. Um, or sports, of course. Those, those are, I think, are, are some good topics. Um, or like the university but, you went to with the things that you're, if you're studying something similar, like we talked about this earlier today, we're both studying similar things, right, around mm -hmm. HR and the psychology of work. So that's something we often talk about the first time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I think both of us kind of, you know, geek out on certain aspects of, yeah, culture and communication. And that always develops, I think, usually from small talk into a good conversation right mm -hmm. um so yeah like we said it's that that first few minutes is the small talk but then that can develop into a good conversation um and and yeah little things little observations i mean what do you have any like tips that you use when you're looking for something that you have in common with someone to develop like small talk so if it's a client i would i will probably do my homework And mm. yeah, by doing my homework, I mean, check them out on LinkedIn, see if you know a little bit more about them, uh, mm. the university they went to, the trips they've done. It's not so much about fully stalking them because that can... Yeah, it's a little feel... LinkedIn stalking, but oh. you know, it's acceptable. <laughs> it's acceptable. Yeah, you yeah. have to be careful. You cannot scroll too much. So you, you might... Yeah, then they'll notify that this person... <laughs> 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 yeah, but no, you're totally right. Yeah, getting a getting a little uh, research or yeah, um, seeing what university or or maybe what experiences. Yeah, absolutely. Um, experiences, free time, things you have in common, as you said, are great tips. There's this other one uh, about mimicking others, and it happens with physical gestures. So if someone is um, I don't know, using their right hand to touch their hair, if you do the same by mimicking them, they'll somehow like you more. And that also mm. happens with words as well. So if they start using a sentence, if you carefully embed it in the conversation and use what they said, so mimic them, then mm. the chances of building rapport are higher. Mm. That's interesting. This is the psychology coming out. And you know, you always oh, teach yeah. me something in every <laughs> session. <laughs> You know, A, I don't, I'm bald. So, I mean, you know, for the <laughs> listeners out there, I don't have any hair to, to, to mimic with that. But um, yeah, maybe embedding a couple of the, yeah, similar vocabulary in there. Um, yeah. Well, what else? What would, what would be some other tips that you would have? Probably ask more and speak less. Let others... That's a big one. That's a, that's a big one. <laughs> I mean, it also depends on the conversation, right? If the other person is finding it hard to just speak, then you want to encourage mm -hmm. them to speak. But asking is always have a battery of questions ready to mm -hmm. to bring up any any moment. It's it's always a good one. And yeah, the more the other person talks, especially about them, also the more likely that they'll like you. You know, and this, you brought up this other, uh, yeah, this other, um, this other interesting research that you said, what was it that uh, when the other person speaks, they get the same uh, pleasure center as when they're eating food or something like that? Mm -hmm. When they hear their name. So by using, if I call you Simon and, and someone, especially someone you admire or someone you, you look up to, if they say your name, that activates the same 
mechanism in your brain or the same chemicals in your brain as it does, as you said, eating food or doing some pleasurable thing. Yeah. And yeah. And I think it's important to kind of state that, you know, you want it to be natural, (laughs) of course. So I would say maybe being careful not to say Paula, Paula, Paula in every other sentence, you know, or overly mimicking, you know, these are like kind of, things maybe you have to practice with and, and do with a we would say a deft touch right <laughs> yes yeah yeah um and then you know just to kind of and i think this is important to discuss as well um you know this kind of as well goes on cultural lines but which topics are kind of typical general okay topics that you can discuss for small talk and then topics that maybe you want to be careful not to bring up unless you're a bit closer to the person, right? So, um, you know, we always had a, a rule around the the dinner table as if we had like guests over that we didn't really know or, you know, whatever. It's like politics, religion, and sex. We don't talk about those three <laughs> until like <laughs> they visited at least three times or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um and I think, yeah, just to be safe for for small talk, we typically tend to to not to just jump out with those, you know, right away, right? Mm-hmm. That's right. So I would say super safe topics across the board are the weather, mm-hmm. probably Netflix. That's always mm-hmm. a very easy thing to talk about. Yeah. Uh, sports. Now with a lot of people at home, I, I found cooking was mm. a big topic as well. Yeah. So. I don't know yeah. who hasn't made a banana bread during lockdown. I have made oh, a thousand. I have, yes, eaten a lot of banana bread. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I've learned how to make sushi as Ooh. well. So, yeah. There we go. We're small talking right now. There yeah. You go. Easy. Yeah. Traveling was a safe one. It is not so safe anymore or it's not such an interesting topic in yeah. 2020 or 20. Hopefully better in 2021. But, yeah. Um, right. The location, I found uh, it's not the safest topic, but I found that the, now that everyone's having these uh, meetings from home, mentioning the decoration, if there's like a nice, if you notice something remarkable, like a nice picture or mm. a nice painting, that could be something cute to engage in small talk. I don't know what you think about that one. I would say, yeah, I, I, I would probably touch on it if I'm a little, like a little bit into the conversation, like mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, if it's something that really like stands out um, and it's something, wow, really nice. Um, a little bit into the conversation, maybe not one of the, as one of the first things, just because it's like, Oh, what's I'm looking at your background. What's going on back there? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, but Oh, that's, yeah, that's a lovely uh, painting or, or something like that. A little bit into it, but um yeah, we've kind of gone through a, a lot of these different aspects, but I think one of the biggest ones, and we touched on this a little bit, was the cultural differences in small talk, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, what would you say? It's it's difficult to explain, right? It's a bit hard. So I think I, I would love to start. We were talking about this anecdote before, and the most i would say the most typical the the two star questions of small talk in the western world that would be in the us and in europe it's how are you mm-hmm. and something around the weather mm-hmm. but when i moved to vietnam 
what I I kept hearing a lot was, have you eaten breakfast yet? <laughs> yeah. And the only person that had asked me that question was my grandma. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I would always get the same in Vietnam as well. Have you eaten breakfast yet? Yeah. And if you haven't, oh, that's a serious issue. That's... Right. <laughs> but for them, it's a way of... it. But for them saying, no, I haven't eaten breakfast yet, is like when we ask how's it going and they tell you oh really bad yeah yeah it's yeah it's a uh, it's yeah it's so culturally influenced and it's a, i think a lot to do with yeah of course nourishment but yeah nurturing and 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 how just what's your general um feeling and uh, and of course we talked about this where i'm living in in a nordic country and in scandinavian countries um small talk is typically less uh less prevalent so yeah finland definitely is very low small talk um yeah even here in denmark it's not one of the biggest things you know so i think yeah it comes a lot to cultural differences and you have a great example of with the cultural differences right yes uh there's this interesting comparison with a peach and a coconut have you heard this uh this yeah, the, say, yeah. The I've, I've definitely heard. I've definitely heard the peach and coconut, and I've experienced it one hundred percent. So, yeah. just so so people know what we're talking about, the peach culture is you know how a peach is soft on the outside, but when you get to the center, it's hard. Well, the coconut is a bit the opposite. The coconut is hard on the outside, but when you get to the flesh, it's it's nice and it's softer and sweet. So right. that's a bit of comparison between peach cultures like the US or even Japan yeah. and coconut cultures like it could be Russia or Germany. Mm, so you right. have, uh, as we said, peach cultures like the US, they're friendly, they're smiling, uh, they use your first name very easily. They share and ask, but at least at a, a superficial level. But then mm. it's hard when it's hard to actually get to know them very well. At the very, very kind of core, right? That's it's, right. It's hard, yeah, yeah, and that's very true. Definitely in the American South where I grew up, that's that's what it is as well. Um, definitely the more peach culture, but then here in Denmark, it's much more the coconut culture, which is why a lot of expats find it very difficult to break into the culture here in Denmark, is because they see this very hard external shell, but. The the great thing is that once you get through the shell, it's really really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, um, but but yeah. So let's maybe can we give the listeners an example of uh, something to do and what not to do? <laughs> yeah. So for example, to the question, "How are you today?" You could go mm-hmm. for the short answer, "Fine, thanks," and you, which is okay, but it doesn't give so much room for small talk. So you could say, how are you today? You could answer, I'm good, thanks. It's been very hectic lately, but it should get better soon. How are you? Now, in that answer, in the second one, the longer one, you gave a very basic answer, but you gave just one detail. It's been busy. Mm -hmm. It was also quite positive, right? It should get better soon. Mm -hmm. And then you also end with a full answer. Instead of, in you, you would say, how are you? And for me, as your conversation partner, I'm immediately intrigued and curious. 
why is it hectic? What's, oh, oh, I'm, I'm doing well. Thanks. But what, what's been so hectic? And then boom, we have the ball is rolling, right? And our small talk has begun, right? There you go. That's right. Yeah. If you gave me a fine thanks and you, I'd just be like, okay, this person probably doesn't want to talk very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then uh, a very, very simple answer. Something positive, one small detail and end with a full question. So the other person has also a chance of answering. Right. Right, right. Yeah. Absolutely. I think this was good. And, and I mean, we developed, we started with some small talk, but we got into a conversation about small talk and uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. Mm -hmm. Nice. I actually had a lot of fun today. Yeah, me too. Me too. And hopefully all you listeners out there, you can take a few points away um, from today, which is definitely, you know, why small talk matters, what situations would be appropriate for small talk, good topics, you know, some of the tips we gave and the cultural differences to, to take in into consideration. So, yep. Great. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, thanks for listening today. And um, we hope that uh, you'll keep on listening and you can visit us at Talera.com and you can also check us out on LinkedIn. And then besides that, keep on listening and keep on learning and we will uh, be uh, talking to you soon. All right. Talk to you soon. All right, bye. Bye. And that's all we have for you today. We hope you enjoyed it. And remember to subscribe to Talera Talks. We'll be back soon with more. And visit our website at talera.com for more valuable content on business English. You can also request a free consultation on the best ways for you and your team to improve your communication skills. So have a great day and keep learning.